the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you. This is WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm Reese Edwards. Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Kuralt, CBS News, WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday, WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus. Sadbiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Campbell. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Hank Kaiser. Hi, yo. Well, that's good. This is Aunt Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Yours truly, Sam Beard. And Jim Reed. And Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam. And greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne Edda is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. With a nocturne, we send as... This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of familiar carols. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Lightman, WPTF News. Good evening, I'm David Sherrill. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Hey, everyone, great to have you with us this this is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Raley and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Garden Report. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF. Record ball. Good morning to you. Tom Kearney here. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF with the Weekend Gardener, Mike Rayleigh here along with Rufus Edmonston and um, my friend who has been taking tests lately. I'm, I'm intrigued by that graduate lake level test courses you've had to, to you're having to take every once in a while, uh, Johnny Coley. Yeah, it's just a, a soil fertility class I'm taking this semester and um, had some chemistry in it and just, you know, me, me and chemistry don't always get along. So we, um, anyway, got that by me, got passed yesterday, took that, quiz and um hopefully the the chemistry won't won't show back up in the class until yeah. the the final exam but well they're not anyway. gonna kick you out you kick you out no matter what Johnny. well i, I hope not but anyway hard and feather you but other it's, than that, that. <laughs> may get uh hand slapped but anyway it's uh it's good and yes i've learned learned quite a bit already uh in the class but um yeah a lot of a lot of chemistry a lot of um 
protons, electrons, and um, ions and cations. Cations are, you know, of course, it's it's a it's an important part of of soil fertility and soil health. Knowing, you know, all the different charges and the um, what um, nutrients and everything uh, are available in the plants so, or in the soil for the plant. Uh, but anyway, we'll we'll get through it. Yeah, we'll get through it. Tom Campbell, I'm sure could take that test and pass. Tom, good morning, my friend. Uh, no question about it. <laughs> I absolutely ace that. Yeah. I don't even know what a proton and an ion and a neutron. Well, forget that. Rufus started <laughs> shaking over there when we uh, mentioned chemistry. So, it, yeah. Well, I, I tell Johnny, you're you're never too old to learn something stupid. That's what one of my one of my old boys back in Watchtower County one time said. You're never too old to learn something stupid. <laughs> Not gonna learn it any younger. Let me raise my hand. <laughs> Closest to chemistry I've got to the book, Lessons in Chemistry, but that's another matter for another day. I wanted to call today to tell Rufus how much I enjoyed uh, the Watergate panel that was on state lines last night on PBSNC. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Tom. It was really, really great seeing you and Lacey and Mike and, uh, of course, Gene Boyce and some of your memories from what happened during the Watergate period. Fifty uh, years I, ago. Some reason it didn't. It didn't register with me that you weren't but 32 years old when you became the, the deputy chief counsel for that. Right, and as I rightly admitted, far too young to have a job like that. <clears throat> well, But I had been with Senator Irvin for 10 years, Tom, and he, he needed somebody that knew the, the lay of the land there. If I remember correctly, when you first went with him, you weren't a lawyer. You were going to Georgetown Law School at night. Absolutely, five nights a week of, of suffering. Yeah, that. Yeah, I found some days that somebody take, would pay for that misery and suffering, and the poor taxpayers did for several several years. Yeah, I'll but it was it was it was good to hear the memories, um, and then you talking about all of the the people who were involved in uh, the Watergate committee and what all took place there. It was a it was a very interesting time in America's history. And, Never did we believe we would ever uh, see it again, but we are. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm like uh, a lot of your callers this morning, Mike. I, I'm wanting to get out and do a walkabout uh, around our yard today and start pulling up some of the, the dead uh, branches and leaves and start getting ready for planting. I'm ready to get my hands dirty. Yeah, and you you have to be careful what you pull up too. You don't want to, sometimes you you don't want to disturb things. I don't know. Uh, what, what are you planning on uh, pulling up uh, this morning, Tom? Well, we've got some dead chrysanthemums that uh, didn't make the heat, that didn't uh, make the cold. Yeah, uh, and and some uh, uh, plants like that, uh, ferns. Well, do you use them, Tom, as a, an annual or or leave them a perennial use of your your mums? I, I treat them as a, an annual. I, yeah, most people the, do. They, they grow so gangly now, and I don't keep them trimmed yeah, the right way. Yeah. yeah. So I just of course, a lot of them now are, are no no pinch, the no pinch moms. They'll, they'll come back pretty good. But, um, yeah. but, yeah, most people treat them as an annual. I was going to tell you that uh, last weekend we were down at our place uh, down in Pamlico County and heard a fascinating uh, presentation about the longleaf pine. Mm-hmm. And uh, just thoroughly enjoyed uh, hearing more about uh, how it's sort of become an endangered uh, 
species, uh, so to speak, uh, and how how uh, they've been cut so much throughout uh, the southeastern United States that uh, there's a huge effort being uh, undertaken to try to replant them. Well, Tom, I was intrigued with the last time that the show went over to the mansion. I noticed that there were three longleaf pines there. And I had tried to grow one for years and years and years. And the, the, the governor's wife, Kristen, she said, well, they like to be pl- at least two or three together. Uh-huh. And so that's something that, that she knew. Hmm. And it, I, I've never had any luck in trying to plant one around here. They sure did look healthy. I haven't driven by the mansion right. in a while. I need to take a look at those. Now, they, they tell me, Tom, did, did bring this up, but all, all down in the Southern Pines area, the undergrowth now is oak. Not hmm. now. No, that's what generally no. happens, right, Johnny? The, the undergrowth well, from longleaf pine comes back as oak. Yeah. Well, the first succession is usually pine trees. Uh, for when you when you first clear an area, you're going to have pine trees and of course sweet gums. And yeah, because they like the sun so much. Um, yeah, and then the the second succession will be your your hardwoods will come in after um, yeah. after them. So uh, you can sort of tell the 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 age of a of a stand of, of trees of as far as what's in there. So if there's hardwoods, you know it's an older older stand. If it's a younger stand, they're going to be mostly pines. I mean, if a field grows up, um, and we've we've got some of those that, on our place that some uh, some older fields have grown up, and it's just just pines. It's, of course, these are loblaw. He's not the um, what what uh, causes that? Because you see that in the in the sand hills, there that area is not cleared or kept maintained somehow. It's just yeah, it just grows about the soil. up. Yeah, it just it just you know grows up. Now I'm I, I don't know about the um the longleaf pine, but the, yeah. uh, around here the lava lollies is what's going to uh, usually take over, um in, in this this area. But that they're, they're just the first ones that'll that'll come up. That's those um, seeds will will drop. Like I said, usually sweet gum, uh, poplar, and uh, the pine will be your first yeah. first three species that'll uh, that'll come up in an area that, that doesn't have anything planted. And then as they fade, as they, they sort of um, age out, then, then your hardwoods come oh, well, out. Well, Tom, what was the, what they say the remedy was for the wonderful tree that's the subject of our state's motto? Well, we just have to, we have to replenish as many as we're, we're uh, cutting yeah. and using. Uh, Carl Imes was a historian and a farmer from down in Johnson County. He was making this presentation, and he, he, he was blending in some history that went along with it, uh, which was absolutely fascinating to me. And uh, that was that uh, when the colonists, particularly in North Carolina, South Carolina, Carlines, I'm sorry, I, uh, was his name, um, Earl. And so uh, Earl was talking about the fact that during the, the Revolutionary War, part of the major threat that uh, the colonies had over Great Britain was naval stores. We were one of the major producers of naval stores. And, of course, they could not build new ships. They could not uh, repair ships if they didn't have the tar, pitch, and turpentine that came from uh, our forest. And the longleaf was particularly uh, helpful to them because it was uh, thick enough, uh, dense enough wood to the point you could really use it to make uh, the hulls and and, uh, the important parts of the, the ship. And so when we threatened to, to boycott English products as well as have 
uh, a ban on shipping our naval stores to uh, England or to its subsidiaries, uh, that was a very real threat to them. That was an economic threat to them. I, I guess yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hey, you know, I, I uh, many years ago, I covered uh, Chief Justice of the U.S. Supreme Court, Rehnquist, speaking at the North Carolina Bar Association. Rufus, I don't know if you were there. I was or not. there, yes. Well, he, he in his opening remarks, uh, was talking about uh, the uh, North Carolina and South Carolina and Virginia. He said North Carolina is known for its tar and naval stores and South Carolina is known for everybody being kin to one another. <laughs> and our, our claim to fame is that we are a, a valley of humility between I mean, two mountains of conceit. Yes, absolutely. I don't know about that, but absolutely. Maybe at one time. <laughs> uh, without, they, we we were kind of caught between aristocracy, weren't we? They thought so. Yeah, they thought so. <laughs> So uh, what's Lib? Anyway, what's Lib doing this morning? Is she going to help you pull up those chrysanthemums, or she have something yeah, we, else going on? We had a late breakfast this morning, kind of lollygagging around. And That's why you won't come on the show, is because you don't get up early enough anymore, exactly. right? Exactly. Ted Gummit. Now that I'm retired, I don't have to. I wake up in the morning and have a cup of coffee and sit and read my papers and take my time. And uh, somebody wanted me to come to a meeting the other day at eight thirty, and I said. <laughs> Really? <laughs> oh, no. Well, Tom, we're having a little yeah, event at, on... We've been at work for an hour by now. We're having a little event on Groundhog Day. I hope you'll you'll come to the office, you and Lib. <laughs> we, we will try to do that. Yeah. Uh, you going to have a Groundhog there? Well, it's a little gathering for yeah. select folks. We Bucks of Tawny Phil is not going to be there. <laughs> is, is that... Yeah. Sir Walter Raleigh. Sir Walter... Yeah, yeah Wally, yeah. Yeah, I've met him. So, well, Tom, you, you just don't – I'm sure you get it, but I, I just had a letter this week from a lady that said, I miss NC Spin. Yep. Uh, I had a, a, a two texts last night regarding the program you talked about and said, we, we really miss NC Spin. <clears throat> so I, <clears throat> I'm not saying that State Lines is not a good show. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that there was a, a very definite – uh, need on the part of some people to have a show like NC Spin. Yeah, yeah it was it was a special time and uh, special circumstances. It, it, it is more and more different to try to ha- difficult to try to have a program in which you have balanced voices on right. the show at the same time yeah. and they don't yell at each other. Right. Yeah. Right. And that never occurred on the show, and I was on that show for over 20 years, as you know, and that never occurred. Mm-mm. And nobody was ever nasty. We cut. I remember a promo we cut pretty early on, Rufus, in which you kept saying, can't we just all get along? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was quoting the, the the Rodney, what's his name? That, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah. The police beat up one time out in Los Angeles, and he said, after they'd beaten him almost to death, yeah. He said, can't we just all get along? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, 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 there, there are many days when I, I miss it. I tell people that uh, the work that it took uh, in order to write it and produce it and bring it to, to the show uh, kept getting more and more and more uh, complex and more difficult. 
But when Friday morning came and we were sitting in that studio with uh, the panel around the table and that red light came on on the camera, uh, I felt like I was where I was supposed to be. Yep, yep. Longest running talk show in America. Well, we enjoyed it and it was a good time and and, uh, I wish there was something that took its place, uh, but there hasn't been. Yeah. Nope. Well, Tom, you uh, at your leisure, please get outside and and do some some yard work today. As as the old folks said, I'm fixing to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I still say that. I do too. Yeah. You too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh me, y'all have a great day. Well, we have you now too. that you've called, Tom. Thank you, and and please join us on the show sometime if you can, uh, if Lib can get you I, up. I will do that if I can remember to get up on time. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, well I'll, I'll call you. We'll see you. <laughs> Goodbye, right, buddy. Bye. Bye. Oh, the great Tom Campbell. Steve uh, is with us from Garner. Hey, Steve, how's everything? I am doing well, thank you. Good. I um, I got one of those squirrel squirrel proof. Bird feeders. Yeah, it has the, the the little door that slams when they climb on it. Uh huh. I had a squirrel that was so smart <coughs> that he could put a one of his toenails on a section of the roof and hang down and eat uh, seeds. And I got tired of that, and I finally said, well, why don't I try something different? And I bought one of those squirrel hoods, the the baffle that you put around right. a, a post. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I put it over the top of this thing, and he hasn't had been, I haven't had a squirrel problem since. Hmm. So if anybody's got a bird feeder that hangs, on a chain or a, or a string, if they buy one of those squirrel baffles um, or squirrel hoods, uh, it'll take care of the squirrel problem if they if they don't want to feed the squirrels. But that worked for me, and I just wanted to let you guys know and let the listeners know. I got a quick one. Uh, why does a Tyrannosaurus rex can't clap. Um, can't clap. Huh. Little arms? <laughs> yeah, they do have little arms. I couldn't quite reach. Couldn't it's extinct. Oh. No. Oh. oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> yep, yep. That's, that's good, Steve. That's, that's, that's kind of in the Richard that, realm. That's about Richard, yeah. Oh, it's a dad joke. It's one of those that's all right. really bad ones. No, yeah. that's, that's a, I love those kid jokes. Yeah. It's kind of a uh, Reader's Digest joke. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, March the 10th, Sunday, March the 10th at 2 o'clock, uh, the Daily Club will have its first meeting at the uh, J.C. Ralston Arboretum. And we're looking forward. We're just, I'm just announcing it to, so people can put it on their calendars. Um, it'd be great to have... Anybody, any listener come, um, we will be discussing uh, what to do in your garden for spring. I think that's one of the, uh, one of the uh, things that we're going to be doing as a presentation. And then one of the other presentations will be uh, uh, 
whatever your tool, the special tool you use in your garden, your your favorite tool, and one of the members will be discussing that. So we're, I'm, it's something to look forward to, and I just want to let you guys know that uh, it's coming. Very good. So it's news mm-hmm. time, so I'll let you go. Steve, thank you very much for calling. Always nice yeah. hearing from you. Love you guys. You take you take care. Take care. Bye. All right. Uh, you're listening to the Weekend Gardener on WPTF. What uh, Tom's going to get out and mess around with some chrysanthemums. Um, we have to be careful what we prune. We can't prune you the do. azaleas and anything is spring gonna, spring yeah, flowering. Lady Banks rose while ago. And Lady Banks, you don't want to prune this time of year. Yeah. Don't bloom on. Don't, don't prune japonica. Camellias. Yeah. No. What about your roses? Um, roses. You could cut your. Uh, you could prune your roses. Roses back. You again. You know. Well. The main thing about pruning is this: with the up and down of our temperatures, just don't do it before. Well, it gets real, I've, I've done it before cold, and I went brutal this time on my knockouts. Did you? Yeah. I cut them yeah. back to about a foot. Wow. And they were way up there, way off shoulder high on me, but I decided, okay. Let's refurbish these babies. Yeah, yeah. Rejuvenate, they call yeah. that. So they, uh, yeah, you, and this is a good time of year to, to do any rejuvenating uh, pruning. Uh, and even azaleas, if, if you really need to cut them back hard, you may have to sacrifice a year's bloom on those and, and just go ahead and, and bite the bullet and, and cut them back. And it's, it's, it's better to do that during during the dormant season uh, if you're going to take those large cuts just because of, um, you know, the plant can re- recover and uh, you don't have the disease and insect pressure this time of year that you would uh a little bit later on but um yeah pruning uh in fact i've got a pruning um workshop coming up in february february 17th over in timberlake uh we're gonna have a pruning workshop mainly gonna be talking about fruit trees and fruiting plants but um you know we can touch on the the ornamentals as well still trying to get the word out of how to prune crepe myrtles that's um that seems to be an ongoing thing but uh that's uh, I try each year uh, to try to try to get a, get the, get the the right pruning technique on those. Well, if, you're, if yours is old and as tall as mine, you can forget about pruning it. Yeah, yeah, it's um, over a hundred years old. Most of them on the place. Yeah, yeah, and that's one that blooms on 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 new growth, so you yeah. can prune that back now. Uh, you know, you create myrtles, so um, it's a good time to you know to do the pruning and and just sort of you know. As as uh, Mr. Campbell was saying, you know, walk around your yard and see see what's going on. Great idea. Um, you want to got about uh, twenty seconds. All right, sanitation. Uh, you you want to get things cleaned up, especially if um, if you have uh, pecan trees comes to mind every time I think about sanitation. Get those old limbs up so uh, they're not harboring insects um, and any anything. So just you know, cleaning up and, and sanitation this time of year is a good good thing to do. Okay, very good. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up here on only a half hour, too. Uh, Coming up here on WPTF. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back. We're back on WPCF. We talking about the craziest things, the darndest things. I think there was a television show. At, yeah, uh, I think that is. Kids the, do the darndest things. Kids. Well, we're a bunch of kids in here, so we're just a silly, and we've gone through, we've sillied through two and a half hours now. Well, let's let's see it one more time. I had a picture from Joe the bouncer. He's he's got a longleaf pine. Well, 
he'll grow it because he's got those Daphne's going strong. And I said, we are pes- pessimistic about your success, but you have been successful with Daphne. <laughs> So, okay. Yeah, he's yeah. too big to be well, tell you tell him he's. He might just scare it into growing. I, I've been told that you you you're gonna do plant a plant that may be out of your uh, zone or, or out of out of an area that you're supposed to do it. So you do all the research you can do, and then you plant it and see how it does. You know, you just uh, you right. Go for it. At Tony Avent has talked about that. You got to got to kill plants. He says. Right. He says that's, he who, that's who told me that. That's All right. Who well, said we're going to have Tony, Tony Avent's going to be on the show sometime uh, in the next month or two. Oh, good. I I don't know why I haven't. I, he's. I I guess I just figured he was just too busy. Because he's all he's traveling all over the place yeah. and he's involved with so many things. But I said, well, I'm going to try. And he said, well, what a pleasant surprise. He, he was glad. Yeah. To, so he gave me some dates that. That he's uh, uh, Saturdays that he is not uh, involved with something that yeah. he could do it, but uh, so I'm I'm really excited about well, that's that. Great. I yeah. like yeah. There's so yeah. many yeah. so many wonderful yeah. gardeners, and Tony I, I guess was the first gardener I ever did anything with, and that was on Ask Your Neighbor, Mari. That's when I was filling in on Ask Your Neighbor before I took it over for a while. I, I Mari had Tony on once a month, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, he he yeah. talked a little bit about garden, gave some gardening tips. And that was that was so cool. So he was first first gardener ever, master gardener, and he was he, he, I guess well, he wasn't a master gardener. He was uh, uh, in charge of the fairgrounds, fairgrounds uh, yeah, I guess yeah, at yeah, the yeah, time. Was, um, yeah. He was not an extension. Was, he was an extension agent, but was, that was uh, at the fairgrounds. Yeah, when yeah. I was an undergrad, he was. That's what he. Was, he so was we need uh, we need to look forward to that. And um, yeah. all the folks who are who are going to be on here coming up, I'm so glad. Uh, we always love for you to come down from the from the hinterlands, <laughs> uh, the north, from up north. north or, uh, yeah, I guess Roxborough is considered the. Uh, it's just higher elevation. Rock uh, Roxborough's on the mountain. We, uh, That's the yeah, mountain top. Yeah. We had uh, somebody come in from uh, campus uh, a few weeks ago and. Uh, she said when she got out of, of the car, when she got to Roxborough, she said it was 10 degrees cooler than it was yeah, in Rock. Yeah, man. And it's, it's so <laughs> nice. Really you go down 501 and just uh, put it neutral and just coast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the way back to Durham. But it's, yeah. it's 300 and some feet higher yeah. than higher elevation than yeah. Durham. Yeah. Yeah. I always yeah. mention two places on the weather, Boone and Roxborough. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to mm. be the two coldest places in, the, in, in those right. areas. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, you got any the master gardeners doing anything, or uh, master gardeners are are active. We, uh, you know, because we meet once a once a month. Um, they've done some some programs. Our our big uh, thing was the the wreath workshop. Uh, I think maybe I mentioned that last time I was on on the air, and we we had that just before uh, Christmas. We did the 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 wreath workshop, and uh, that was very successful. We uh, we did that again this year. So we've got some good programs. Um, Coming up, uh, this this past time uh, we had did, the scheduling didn't work out for the person that was gonna gonna be there, and uh, I had to fill in. So uh, every once in a while they have to get the C C team out, and um, I'll, I'll fill in. But um, we've got some good you know some good programs. Like I said, we're going to the PSI, uh, the the Plant Science Initiative building over in Centennial Campus. Uh, I've, I've Tell us about that because I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's a it's a building. It's 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 a fairly new um, pr- program, and uh, it 
they just do so much research over there on plants and they they have these chambers that they can grow at different temperatures different uh lighting uh there's a greenhouse on top of the building um it's just it's just amazing uh how much light they they capture up there on top of that building uh the time i went up there one of the things that that amazed me the most is the the air ducts where they 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 put heat in you know this time of year for for heating is um i'm not if it's glass but it's clear um so they don't so that doesn't cast a shadow in there um because that is that is something to consider oh, serious about that aren't um, they? Yeah, how does it feel yeah. in the middle of july up there? it was hot it was yeah. uh yeah we were i was uh we did a uh i don't know if it's july that's all you got on your mind this morning haven't you <laughs> well it's been around but everything's white, so it not, so it's not as as hot as you might would think. Um, so it's everything is it's just a, a bright up there. But it's a it is a very um, very unique building, and um, you know they're doing a lot of good research there. And the the master gardeners are looking forward to to going and, and doing a, a tour there after they go over to the farmers market and get something to eat and tour that a, a little bit. So we're doing that. We've got a pro uh, new training coming up in. We start in August um, with the new Master Gardener training. So uh, very active there. Um, uh, this new training um, class that that we had this past spring, a lot of a lot of good um, Master Gardeners came out of that. Uh, they they're very active and uh, doing some things at some of the senior centers around uh, the, the county, Granville County, uh, mainly with the with the senior centers. But they're um, got the Granville Gardeners Expo coming up in April, so we'll have a have a booth there and doing some programs and um, so it's it's uh it, it they really are they really are growing. We um we've got probably twenty or twenty five very very active. So we're small compared to a lot of a lot of the ones around the state, but uh, still pretty um, good for for two yeah, rural counties yeah, like that. Yeah, I think yeah, that's great. We've, um, uh, and it had the, you just started this five six yeah, years ago. Yeah, it's probably been about six years now. Um, that, that this is uh, that's a big deal. More active, uh, more active. We've had uh, thir- three trainings, I guess, uh, through those through those. Years. So you do it every other year. Yeah, every other year is usually what what we try to yeah. do that for. So um, uh, we sort of got off um, a couple of years ago because of so, the pandemic yeah yeah people were just not comfortable getting out so we did one in the spring last year so i'm going to pick back up i usually like the fall i like doing it in the fall just works out better for the way the um the university and the way the system set up the program is set up for hours it works good to have them in the fall because then they can start their hours as an intern um right after the training and it, it gives them that that first full year for a calendar year yeah uh, so it, it works real well for that but um yeah really really excited um just they, they keep me busy so. y'all meet <laughs> y'all meet on the county line uh <laughs> well actually the first the first um class i had the first training i had uh, we met at a, at a methodist church and the um and I always get it backwards, but I think the the cemetery part of that church was in one county, and the church itself was in another county. So it, know, was, it split the line. That's right like uh, the movie Sergeant York uh, with Gary Cooper. The, the, the early scene in the movie, the, Sergeant York, before he was Sergeant York, was uh, carrying on fighting and drinking, but they, he was in a bar that the, there was a line down 
the middle, a painted line down the middle of the bar. And one side was Tennessee, one side was Kentucky, and you could only drink on one side. (laughs) Don't forget which side you're on. Of course, I, uh, you know. But the last one we had was in Berea, which isn't too far. It's in Granville County, actually, but it's not too far from the from the person county line. But that is, you know, most most of my uh, uh, master gardeners don't. Um, mind crossing that that person Granville County line. Oh, well, that's not, that's that's they, good. They I'm like glad there's not <laughs> such a rivalry there. <laughs> no, no, it's a good group to to work with, and they're they're good to go uh, either either way. Um, we're getting a demonstration orchard. Uh, hopefully, getting that up and started. Well, I say we've already got it started. We got some blueberries planted out there. It's on the research station, the tobacco research station there, uh-huh. where the where the Granville County office is. Um, so we're getting a demonstration. Um, well, orchard have, started there you have your own research station uh for a, a special fruit that people most people don't grow or uh, eat the pawpaws yeah and and this the pawpaw well, the plan is to have some pawpaws in this demonstration orchard um on, on the research farms but right now blueberry is the only thing we've got planted in there planning to get some more blueberries in the spring some uh, grapes blackberries figs um there was one other one that I that I had ordered for this the spring. So the master gardeners will, will help in, in planting that and getting that established and hopefully we'll add the peach trees, the apple trees, uh the pawpaws, uh probably have some pear trees in there as well. So um just just trying to get something developed so in the coming years we can have a central area to have pruning demonstrations and um and, and also tree care, you know, how to how to take care of trees. Um, we'll, we'll let some of them just grow and get, get big, just don't, don't prune them at all. And then we'll have something to demonstrate because that happens a lot with apple trees, um, is, and grapevines, uh, people let them go for several years and then, you know, y- y- you want to get them back in shape and, and prune them. And it's, it's a process. And, it, and a lot of times it takes more than one year to, to do that. Um, so hopefully we'll, we'll do that. It's, it's a long range project and, um, you know, hopefully I can keep the, the master gardeners interested in it and, and keep it because that's a uh, that's, that's a big project to, to take on. But uh, looking forward to, to continue working in that. So uh-huh. it's um, yeah, we're we're doing good. As I mentioned, the, the pruning workshop in uh, February, February 17th in Timberlake uh, from 10 to 12. Um, if you uh, want any more information about that, I'll have that on the website. I don't think I have that posted yet on the website, but that'll be on the website soon. Um, uh, you can sign up through Eventbrite to to come to that if you're interested in uh, that. It's a very very nice site that we do that on. We'll do we'll prune some apple trees, some blueberries. Um, I think he's got some some small peaches planted and some pears uh, planted as well. So we'll we'll do some pruning. I usually bring a a a, a cutting or a a long cutting, a long stem of of grape muscadine grapes that we'll we'll also prune so um looking looking forward to having that in on fe- in february and then you can go home and uh do some pruning still be still have a couple of weeks there that you can do some pruning on your fruit trees so speaking of timberlake uh mike we haven't heard from brother frank in a long time where is that boy i don't know where frank is i, I see him on facebook so he's doing all right yeah so i'm not sure that's a good question yeah i was just looking for uh the fruit, the the tree pruning demonstration and garner at uh, the NC, they're on seventy at the NCDA. I know that they have one. It's usually 
demonstration orchard. Now they've, yeah, they've already. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's usually in February. But yeah, and they've got they've got a, a great demonstration orchard in um, Alamance County. Mm-hmm. They've uh, Buster Sykes Farm over there, so it's a wonderful. Um, Mark Danley <clears throat> is pretty much I think taking care of that now, and he's um he's he's a retired. Uh, extension agent and horticulture agent there in Alamance County, and they, he's he's come back part time to to work on that that orchard. So uh, they've got a lot of different things in there, and uh, you know a lot of times orchards like that are sort of trial and error. He planted some things. I think he planted some goji berries in there and uh, decided they weren't, they weren't the what, what, goji what? goji berries. They're called goji berries. I'm not right. as real familiar other than the name. I um don't know a lot about goji berries, but they they didn't do well. Or, uh, well, what what are they supposed to taste like? I I don't know. I'll be okay, honest. are you gonna plant some <laughs> in your yard? I'm gonna, I'm gonna mark that off my list. <laughs> goji um, berries, goji berries. Yeah, they uh, they just Never didn't produce very. They didn't produce very very well um, in that orchard. So you know, you sort of you, you plant some some things, and uh, you have to to regroup on on some of them but i we, found it uh saturday february 3rd next saturday so 10 a.m to noon central crops research station and uh that that's in uh, johnston county it's just just kind of over the line there on 70 our friend marshall warren uh, has has that uh, information with the johnston county cooperative extension service but that's always a popular one uh, fruit uh, and nut tree pruning workshop Saturday, February third, ten a.m. till noon. Central Crops Research Station on uh, U.S. Business Seventy is thirteen two twenty three. U.S. Business Seventy West. It's uh, a Clayton address, actually. So okay. it's okay. not Garner, but yeah, yeah. So it's just just across the line. Yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So next weekend, uh, people are always asking about that. Yeah, yeah, and that's always good. And and I. I I mentioned, you know, mostly you're going to talk about fruit trees, but, you know, if you have ornamental um, pruning questions, yeah. I'll be taking care of those as well. Marie, thanks so much for waiting. Thank you for uh, calling us from Kerry, too. How, how are you? How are you? Yeah, I'm doing well, thank you. How can we help you? Well, I listen to your program each week, and I heard you talking this morning about Valentine's Day. Yeah. And I wanted to share with you about a program that uh, I have established in the Cary, Apex, and Morrisville area over the last few years. And it's called Moms Wishing Widows Well. And what we do is we meet at the Cary Senior Center, and we make flower arrangements for individuals in the community that are alone Mm. on Valentine's Day. Nice. That's real nice. So where, uh, tell us more about it. Well, I have about 90 volunteers. And uh, I'm given space at the Cary Senior Center to make uh, flower arrangements. And we will be meeting there this year on February the 12th, 13th, and 14th. And we will be setting up, making the arrangements, and then we deliver them. And we it's delivered to individuals that may be alone on the Valentine's Day. It may be a widow, widower, uh, a divorcee or single, family member, co-worker or just a neighbor or caregiver. Mm. One thing that we find is we try to work and uh, celebrate our <clears> caregivers <throat> on that day also. Well, Marie, who, where do you get the flowers used in your arrangements? People donate them? I have uh, Harris Teeter. I work with Harris Teeter, Trader Joe's, 
Uh, this year, I'm hoping to work with Mayish and uh, other uh, entities throughout the community. Okay. And what I do is uh, I have a website. We are a nonprofit, and we have a website that is called Mom Wishing Widows Well. And you can go on the website, and you can uh, register someone to receive flowers. You can donate, or you can volunteer to help. And we do ask for a donation of $11, and this helps cover the cost of the vases and uh, ribbon and different things that we, you know, use to put the arrangements together. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Anybody that can arrange flowers, that is a real art. Oh, yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I have wonderful support from the Cary Garden Club. Uh, the Cary Garden Club is a big supporter of mine, and wonderful. they have a wonderful garden group that meets at the Cary Senior Center the first Tuesday of each month. Uh-huh. That is great. Well, that $11 is a, a mighty little thing to do so much good. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Mm. Give, give us that website again. It's um, mom, www.momwishingwidowswell.com. Mom's weeping, weeping widow. I'm sorry, mom wishing. Wicked? Wishing. Wishing. Wish. <laughs> okay, we'll start over. Uh, mom wishing, W-I-S-H-I-N-G, widows, W-I-D-O-W-S, well. Okay. Simple enough? Wishing widows, well. Yeah. Yep. Thank you, Marie, for uh, sharing that with us. And thank you. Yes, ma'am, and much success to to you and your organization. Well, we have a wonderful, wonderful volunteer base that helps. It sounds like at ninety people, that's a lot. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's a, it takes a lot to organize that. that is. It certainly does. I'm sure there'd be some churches calling you to <laughs> to recruit volunteers. I will, yeah. I will tell you, this year we're working with Meals on Wheels, and we do deliver flowers to Transitions Life Center and to uh Carry Total Life uh, Center, and then we also are working with Passage Home Reach Program. Where did you get this idea, Marie? I uh, after moving to the Cary area, I noticed that I had a lot of friends and individuals in my community that were basically single, uh, living by themselves, and uh, I started to uh, when I, I was president of the Cary Garden Club. And while I was president of the Cary Garden Club, I started delivering little arrangements to individuals on different holidays. And I noticed how it seemed to really touch them. And so I had a friend recommend to me that I move it forward, that I look at doing it more in the community. And I heard about a, a woman in Charlotte that was doing this. And so I looked, I did some research on it, and I actually did research to find out how many individuals our community has. And Cary, uh, the Cary-Raleigh area is one of the fastest growing areas in the country for individuals over 65. Mm-hmm. And of this, about 29% of these individuals are, are single. They live alone. Wow. Boy, you've done your good yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did the research there. So we, uh, along with a lot of support and a lot of friends, uh, I started, you know, and uh, applied for my 501c3 mm-hmm. and put together this wonderful group. And like I say, they are ready to meet each year to help put together arrangements to deliver to these people. Do you grow flowers in, in your landscape? I do. I grow some. I'm not the best in the world, 
but uh, I do. I have a lot of hellebores. And I- oh, you uh, said the magic word, yeah. Marie, because yeah. Rufus loves hellebores. Oh, I do, too. I, I really do. And uh, I was listening to your gentleman this morning talking about your rose bushes and when to cut them back. Uh-huh. I listen to your show a lot. Thank you, Marie. Well, it's it's a really, really, um, and it gives me a lot of information that I need. I need a lot of help when it comes to working with plants. I need a lot of help, period. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, you'll never be alone with Hellebore. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they, they do like to have little babies. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, they do. <laughs> and it, that worries some people. Well, I, I put them in places where I say the more the better. Yeah. That's right. It's green. Yeah. And they bloom. They're so unusual looking. Yeah, yeah. And you can pull yeah. them up if you want to. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. And some, 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 sometimes, uh, Marie, I I cut back the when leaves are sort of covering the flower. I'll cut the the old dead leaves back so I can see the hellebore better, the bloom. Yeah. I know. Uh, whenever I started first started to grow them. I didn't realize that that was what you needed to do was kind of pull the leaves back, cut off the uh, the lower leaves around them. Right, so you can see the bloom better. Yes, yes, and I found out that they really do show up a lot better by doing that. Yep. Excellent. Well, yeah. thank you so much for calling, Marie. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Bye. Wonderful. It's a nice way to end the end the show, Johnny. Uh, are you going to go feed the cows, or uh, what are Actually, you going to do Actually, I do today? have to put out some hay this afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. What about yeah. that goose? What does uh, your goose eat? Goose eats corn. Uh, eats corn. Least, no. Mostly he's a corn eater. So. <laughs> Rufus, you need a goose. Oh, boy. Talking about uh, pruning early, just uh, I know we're about out of time. But, um, yeah, I got about don't, a minute. Don't um, forget in, in the pruning process, if you are going from one plant to another, if you suspect any disease, you want to make sure you do uh, sanitize your pruners, um, uh, especially – uh, apple trees and pear trees are notorious for the fire blight. Um, and if you suspect having fire blight and you're trying to prune that out uh, from last year's uh, trees from where they grew last year and they had, maybe had some fire blight, you want to make sure you pr- sanitize your pruners either either with an uh, alcohol solution or uh, a bleach solution, yeah. 10% bleach solution. Uh, so. Well, Mike, I'm, I'm going to see if I can remember to use this credit card. I mean, the gift card. Yeah, you, don't have to, you don't have to eat peanut butter sandwiches now. You can have a steak. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hey, uh, do you have uh, anything from Cliff Joyner today? Or we got about uh, 15 seconds. Well, let me tell you what old Cliff said today. Cliff said, nothing in life is worthwhile unless, it kind of, unless it's kind of hard to get there. Yeah. Boy, yeah. that's the truth. Yeah. 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 Always yeah. have a goal and. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. Johnny, Brother Rufus, uh, everybody, we love you all. We'll see you next week.